Hey, everybody. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Mace. Welcome to episode 113, oh, oh. Yep. everybody. Next week is Bjork, and then right <gasps> back to another Enneagram episode. Next week is Bjork. Get ready. Okay. Welcome. This, for us, everybody, last week we did white supremacy and defense mechanisms. The week before that, it was an interview. Mm-hmm. The week before that, I think it was an interview. Mm-hmm. So we're... We're, this is a, a nice little break. Not much research this week. No. We're just like, going to really have a conversation. But one that I want to have, of course, I'm going to do one I don't want to have, but also one that we hope is, my hope is that it's cathartic. Yes. Cathartic conversation. Yeah. So you clicked on it. It's COVID-19 a check-in. Yeah. And I think we thought this would be good because we did our COVID in the Enneagram episode like three and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a long time ago. And it was... A, so weird to think back it's to. It's really weird to think back to. And we checked in with each other and we kind of gave a check-in, but it's such a different scene five months into COVID. I'm just thinking back to that episode and I, fe- I feel like I'm... S- look back at that person and think I'm so naive. Like a little, like I feel, so young. I feel, I feel like so grizzled and cynical now and just like a, <laughs> a an old angry hermit who's seen it all. And I'm just like, this will never end and get used to it world. You know, used to it. at yet, the time I was like, Oh, we're just having a little quarantine. It'll be over soon. The, uh, things are starting to open back up. How's it been? Yeah. You know, check in with the Enneagram. How's it? How's quarantine? Now it's yeah. like, yeah, it's never really going to end. Like the world's this falling is, apart. This is our life now. Yeah. And it's like checking in on life now. And we're not like, Oh, we can, we can, um, it's, we got one more month to go. And we're like, we have no idea. No idea. Could be five years from now. <laughs> we're just going to be living in this nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of wild. It's wild. I mean, I think we'll get into it. It's nonsense. And yet I'm also legitimately terrified going back to big gatherings, actually. Oh, I know. Well, that's, that's and one the, the social expectations. We will get it. We will talk about that. So quickly, we'll just Don't say, talk about it now. No, I'll pause. I'm kidding. I'm totally um, kidding. <laughs> pausing that thought. We'll get to it. But... Um, our quick outline for this episode, because just in case you're curious, what if you if you listen to No Small Thing and you know Scott <laughs> and I, you might like this episode. It's really just Scott and I talking about COVID for us so far. So That's here's our outline. <laughs> We're going to each talk about what? <laughs> uh, if you ever listen to No Small Thing, really what this is, just Scott and I having a conversation. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad they clarified that. I've been listening for a year. I didn't know what this was. <laughs> Oh, now I get it. It's just I'm having conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> he's really said it this time. <laughs> okay, so the outline is, um, shocker, we're going to talk about our journeys, I guess, our journeys with COVID. The COVID journey. The COVID journeys, yeah. which that will be That's something I would so long hear. and so fun. <laughs> so long. But so also fun. wild. Um, other thoughts mm-hmm. is our next section. <laughs> This is ridiculous. I love that you're sharing this. Then, we tried to make an outline, then, the most vague outline. The next thing is comments because we got some mm-hmm. comments from listeners. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely, mm-hmm. definitely take a detour down to those. Instagram land and read the comments. And then we'll close it out with some closing thoughts. <laughs> That's the outline. Watch what we do with the outline, though. You see that vague outline? We're going to make something of that. What do you mean? Oh, yes, we are. Yes, here we are. I'm going to put it right here. Scott, playful. Like, I've been hoarding the outlines on my side of the table for the entire time, and Scott has um, voiced that he would like them in the middle of the table. So here they are. 
Beautiful. We can both now I can now now if I'm getting confused, I can look at this. <laughs> oh yes, we're on oh, other we're, thoughts. We're in the other thoughts section. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. All okay, right. Okay, so journeys. Who starts? I want to say. Here's what start? I want to say. Okay. First of all, let me let me start by saying one more little caveat. Let me also say what this is not. This is not any any sort of any science backed research that is going to offer you some insight into what COVID nineteen is. <laughs> Uh, no, no facts tonight. This is this. We're not anti-facts, but we're not we're not presenting you with facts tonight. And no. that that to me is what I want to say. I, I'm a little tired of only the facts and the pushback on facts. It's like all that I see in terms of headlines. Because as we've said, I've got a little routine. It's probably a little bit manic, manic of of the news sources. I want to see the headlines, and then I deep dive three or four headlines. That's my morning routine. So it's like I say. I think that's pretty reasonable and CNN, good. MSNBC, Washington Post, uh, New York Times, Seattle Times, Slate, Salon, Daily Beast. And then sometimes just for fun, just to check in on just, them. Just I Just look go at Fox. Fox News. <laughs> and I'll see what these guys are up to. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, they're living in an alternate universe. <laughs> an alternate universe. Um, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> it is. Um, so... I'm looking at all the headlines and there's just always just like an update on Fauci and an update on the thing, the bad thing Trump said and an update on masks and an update on the CDC and update on who. And I'm just like, I'm just wanting to some, some everyday folks processing it. Cause mm-hmm. this is wild. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's, where's some, not guidance, but just some other people out here just putting, saying out loud that this is happening to yes. them too. And we're in this. Yeah. Ugh. I think there's probably, it's probably out there, lots of them, but we hope to be one of those voices, I guess. Yeah, cathartic is what cathartic. I hope is. But you're not going to yeah. be getting a bunch of like statistics about about viruses and the history of pandemics. I don't know. <laughs> I feel very ignorant on this whole thing. <laughs> um, okay, journey. So I'll just say, here we are. Macy. What's the date? Yeah, what's the date? August 6th. August 6th. Macy and Matthew, who live in this house. Matthew's sitting right here. We also do this youth group that we call Rebel. Mm-hmm. And we were going to have a... We did. Mm-hmm. We did have a retreat. F- a retreat? Mm-hmm. We went to Whidbey Island. Oh, the leaders. Mm-hmm. That's when it happened. Yes. So we were we were there having sort it of It was a, just a few of us. The, 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 yeah, just a few of us. Right, right, right. The, 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 uh, a squad that was eventually going to grow. Yeah. You know? So we're there. And think back to that. The blissful... Naivete and ignorance. The, the whole blissful experience. naivete. I do remember. And we, were we on the ferry boat? Yeah, having when, fun. When was it? Who said it? That Matthew. Matthew. I think, Matthew, said, I think oh, said he it. goes, "Oh shit, the fir- it's in Kirkland." There's a, there's a everybody. If you're listening from a different part of the country or world, here in Seattle, Kirkland is like really twenty close. minutes away. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's here. It's here in Seattle. But the idea was like, oh, it's not going to impact us. It's contained. It only hurts old people. Oh, it's at a it's at a nursing home, so no, and we're still like, oh, it's this weird little virus, and it's a blip in the world, and and it happens to be here, but nobody's worried. But that's weird. Yeah, and we're like, oh yeah, huh. shoulder shrug, like weird curriculum, huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think two weeks prior, I had a conversation with Ruben and Matthew, and was like, what is this COVID thing? Like, mm-hmm. is it what is it? Should I be scared? Is it like the flu? And I was like, I had swine flu. I had swine flu in high school. It's like swine flu. Swine flu. You know, Bird flu, Ebola. I don't know. Okay. I don't stand by these words. I'm now mimicking our president, but it was initially also being touted as the Wuhan virus and the China virus. Yeah, terrible. 
bat soup. These are the things we're hearing. I'm like, what? Am I trying to get my, wrap my mind around it? Yeah. He said that on the Axiom interview. Everybody, there's this wild. I haven't watched John Trump interview. It's the worst he's done so far. There's not anything, tan like there's nothing that he says that makes sense. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just like you were looking for one thing at least. One thing, say one thing. It's worse than ever. (laughs) But he just said he just kept saying China virus, and and we will never forgive them, and we'll never forget. We will never forget. Gosh. We will never forget them that that they brought this. This is ter- that's so uh, yeah. makes me really upset. Okay, keep going. Oh, keep going. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> that's part of the processing, right? I it's guess that's like true. We can go down the it. way. The way. Uh, I mean, I think that's part of the the story is like this merging of Donald Trump plus this COVID nineteen, yeah. and then the way our brains are getting daily messed with. Like we have to fight so hard to keep a sense of. Of, of of our wits about us and 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 a sense of like uh, being in in intellectual about this you know whatever that means mm-hmm, mm-hmm. staying informed and listening to experts listening to freaking experts i know it definitely is like all i mean honestly probably like should be doing this as a citizen more often but it's like i don't i can't ignore this like mm-hmm. i have to be actively being an informed citizen mm-hmm. you know it's like all the time have to be have to be it's should. like people's safety and lives yeah. depend on it so it's like you gotta <sighs> and it's that, that's a good metaphor i feel like what you just said is a good metaphor for those masks it's like it doesn't affect me that's what everybody says well i don't more, i don't mind getting it well i, I do understand like the mask is for other people that's right. why you're wearing it right well but and like, also like it's for other we're people getting, and we're like just getting into you the getting talking it points. makes a big difference. Like there's a chain right. reaction of you getting it. You're taking up hospital space. If you have to go to the hospital, also you're now spreading it. It's like the it's yeah. So so in. then this all happened. Now it started like getting out. And now it's like, you know, I mean, back to again, now it's just so weird. Like my whole body has like a Should we just back and forth this journey? Yes, yes. Okay. It's not my journey. Okay. This great, is the COVID great, journey. Great, great, great. <laughs> um we're hearing about it. Yeah. And now it's like, I remember the initial thing was like, oh, we should all start washing our hands. Yeah. That was the initial thing. There was an obsession with washing hands. I was like, now we're going to sing the happy birthday song twice. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'm still walking around the world, but I guess the big thing is now we all wash our hands. We and don't touch our face. <laughs> we don't touch our face. <laughs> and it's like, oh, and then the big thing is like, this thing will disappear. Yeah. You know, and, and that's not just the president. It's like, everybody's like, oh, it's just a little blip. We just have to wash our hands. And, and, and then it was like, oh. Um, what happened next? Well, for me, I went to San Diego. Right. And like, this was right in the midst of it. Like, I bet everybody can remember the little things they were doing right before it all shut down. I have such a, I, so I went to San Diego and was there. And while I was there, I was like, I should, like, I was like, what's like, should I be here? Like, should I have flown? Like, because it was should I travel. Well, it was kind of, so on the way, I don't think I thought anything being there. I got sick, mm-hmm. which I'm like, I don't think it was COVID. The more I look back, I don't know, okay. but it's got, <laughs> you think it was, I don't know. I always think it was, it's a conspicuous time to get sick. And you also had a sore throat and a cough, uh, so. a medium sore throat, a cough, and for sure a fever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I flew back and I remember so vividly being on the plane and listening to a podcast and being like, it was a podcast, like kind of explaining COVID. It was mm-hmm. like, I was like this whole plane ride. I was like going to just listen to podcasts about COVID. Cause I'm like, this is a thing. And I, <laughs> I was like, 
I don't know if I should be on this plane. Yeah. I was Uh-oh. just sick. I don't know what's happening. Like, what should I be doing? What is this? Mm-hmm. And then I went to work that evening and after flying back and like at work, we had CPR training and the person training us was coughing the whole time. Whoops. The so much like so much and it was the most awkward thing and it was the very beginning of the whole COVID scare that is really awkward (laughs) regardless of COVID or not it's like like, what's going on it was like everybody was you could see everyone like what is happening looking around and in the middle of it our coordinator was like excuse me I'm gonna have to stop this like um we're gonna have to pause this training right now um teachers you can go meet in this place and like I'll talk to the person and it was just like, I can't believe that happened. The school got closed the next day because it was like, we didn't know. Hmm. And he was talking. He was like, oh, it's nothing. I've had this cough for like two weeks, blah, blah. And we're just it's like, we're like, wow, what's it going to be? Um, so that to me is when all the like, then I went, like school was closed the next day. Mm-hmm. And that felt like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Mm -hmm. You know, like the scare was so, so, so real. And like I had missed a day of work because I had gone to San Diego and like multiple teachers were like, okay, you need to know the new bleach system. And it's like so much bleach everywhere, you know, and now my life is bleach bleach. system. And I'm like, ah, we've never used this high of a concentrate of bleach, you know, (laughs) that. See, these are the little details that I want. I mean, if we all die and there's like a little record of (laughs) sorts of reflections, (laughs) It's like you know. we're bleaching the pillows, we're bleaching bleach the chairs. Yeah. It's like everything. And this is also at the time, remember the early days was like all the toilet paper is getting bought up. Yes. It's sort of a relic yes. now. But yeah. it's also kind of sounds nostalgic. Remember those days where all the toilet no, paper No, I know. Going? It's like I have weird nostalgia for that time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I talked about this in the our COVID in Enneagram episode too. That same day I also like had a breakup. <laughs> so oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah. That day is like impressed in my memory. I was like flu was like, am I carrying COVID on this plane? And I feel like I can't let myself go to deep, too deep of shame of like, what if I was and what if I like Oh my gosh, people. that wouldn't even be on my mind. Oh my gosh. That no, thought it, would not It's even on my mind often my and I have mind. to just like be like, I have no control. I have no control of what happened. Of course. Um, <laughs> and then like had this breakup, went to this thing and like was like, what is happening to this world? Like mm-hmm. it was the craziest day. And then school is closed the next day. And then for me, I went back to work and it was like two days the schools were open. And then the kids all came off the buses and we had just heard like they have two weeks off. Mm -hmm. And then they came off and they were like six weeks off. We're like, okay, scurrying around to like grab all the plants. Yeah, we're going to flatten that (laughs) curve. That was the language. That was like the the big phrase. Stay home, stay safe. Yeah, yeah. Flatten the curve. And I was like, what is, what is happening? It was wild. Yeah. And little did, little did we know, mm-hmm. you know, I was like six weeks. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Now it's forever. Now it's forever. <laughs> and then it was Zoom teaching for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can reflect on just the idea of like sort of, it, it feeling and and again everybody we're not trying to be flippant about this but we are trying no. to just be like I like we say like two people having a conversation about this stuff we're offering something else in this podcast 
some, something that's hopefully slightly a little bit more lighthearted. That's what I think. So we're just leaning to lightheartedness. But like, it all felt kind of like a snow day for a while. Oh, yeah, we don't have to go to work. Everything's shut down. Woo. 100%. I mean, and yeah, this is scary, but we'll get there. We're flattening the curve. Oh, you know. I think we'll it, all be back to work soon. I think it really does expose, like, it's definitely exposed in me. Like, A place is a privilege for me in that, like, it does, it kind of has had a big air, like, a big wave of that. Like, mm-hmm. in general, in general, I like, I. In my own personal life, I have, like, shame admitting this, but it's, like, COVID's been a really good thing for me. Like, the whole what's happened as a result of it. And I have no family that, like, has been affected. And I'm, like, it's... I'm scared, of course. You know There's no way... There's no way you can get around shame. You're going to feel shame for (laughs) doing good. You're going to feel shame for... Doing bad. You're going to feel shame for having a nice feeling. You're going to have shame for having a bad feeling. You're going to have shame for having a good thought, like shame for a bad thought. too accurate right now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I feel shame I might have given somebody COVID. Now I feel shame because I enjoyed that. Now I feel shame because of this. And I want to say this, but I kind of feel shamed. I'm like, oh, okay, we get it. <laughs> I'm sitting in this chair, but this chair makes me feel ashamed. Oh, my <laughs> I have a chair. gosh. <laughs> um... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those initial, I mean, you were working from home, I guess. And so mm-hmm. this is the same time. So we had Rebel, our it's first our gathering, mm-hmm. but like right after we were like, we'll have a gathering Purell. You know, mm-hmm. we've got, we've got hand sanitizer yeah, Everybody everywhere. get that Purell. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is it. And then we had the next week we were like, I guess we can't meet, mm-hmm. but we'll have all the leaders get together and we'll zoom in, you mm-hmm. know? So we had like 15 leaders. So it's just going to be a few weeks. You know, we're we'll like, okay. Yeah. And then, and then it was like, zoom. no, now it's online, mm-hmm. which was a, like for rebel. It's was like really transformative of what it became. Mm-hmm. Like it, nothing that's happened in terms of your job and this thing that we're both like committed to would have ever happened if we hadn't gone quarantine hadn't gone shelter in place everybody just so you know what we're talking about so like, yeah yeah give a little explanation about? we we are we're we're running a youth group mm-hmm. and it is a, an open and affirming youth group and if for, i just want people to know because i talk about this and people ask all the time it's know. for anybody it's for anybody <laughs> it's not just but for it, the queers. it just means that it's it's an affirming <laughs> space for queer teens so we're not. It, it, I want also people to understand. If it, maybe this is a maybe, maybe one person will understand something tonight. Welcoming is not affirming. Welcoming is sort of a weird evangelical Christian way of make, tricking people into thinking that they accept you, but they don't. It's true. So been there, you, done uh, that. Yeah, affirming is what you want. Been there, been tricked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been there, been tricked. So I, I, I we're we're doing this youth group that all of a sudden now became uh, virtual. And so then we just started saying, well, I guess it, if for many were in the country, you can join us. Yeah, yeah. And um, all sort, all of a sudden now, all these kids are joining us from all over the country, and it's we're meeting the coolest kids, the coolest people. Yeah. It's like now this group meets online once a week. I don't know how many kids come, how many people come. I I think we're averaging participating each week about forty kids. Okay. You know, but like there's like I always say there's about seventy kids on our roster. Right. Right. Um. That, like, because of the medium, it's now accessible to so many more people, and people are able to find it. And there is, 
I mean, I think this journey is going to go back and forth or just like ping pong around in time because it's like in the beginning of doing these youth groups, it did. It's a self-indulgent episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they all are kind of, but I know. Well, also I do think like we could, we talked about this in walking or whatever, but like, I think COVID has been particularly like we've got, I think everyone can probably relate to this. It's like certain friendships or community or family. It's like, it is forced a kinship and a closeness that couldn't have happened. And that's a hundred percent the case for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, this is never happened. It would have never happened. No, without COVID. <laughs> kind of in a know, very particular no, way. It, yeah. Like I would never have had a month off work for yeah. a, like, no, that was know? big. That was big. Uh, what was I saying? We're both withdrawn types. <laughs> we don't know if we're real friends. <laughs> we have to constantly check. <laughs> we friends. <laughs> we used to like out with me. Yes, I literally every day will like out. <laughs> um uh rebel thoughts then it's really weird to even think about our my feelings around rebel in the beginning. Like what were we even doing? I think I liked it from the start, but I like it well, even Well, we only did it once. No, no, I'm talking about the beginning of the Zooms. Right. Oh, right, Zooms. right. I, like, was like, okay, I guess this is work, whatever. But, like, now, I'm, like, I only want to do online youth group. I know. I mean, we're ping-ponging around, but that's, like, something that's been a, a twist. But everything has been so accelerated because of COVID. So, again, yeah. it's, like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about... We're not intentionally ignoring the hard things going on in the world right now. We're just we're just talking and processing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, like I was going to be like essentially the Seattle youth pastor for this thing, and now it's now we're going to title what I'm doing the digital youth pastor. It sounds kind of cheesy, but it's like, yeah, I'm 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 essentially online now. Yeah. Which we were talking to this like fundraising committee today, and everybody's sort of looking at me like, well, what does Scott think about this? You know, and I'm like. I Love think it. it was fabulous. Like this is this is actually a, a just a, a a bizarre thing that's happened because I couldn't have requested it because I wouldn't have known how to request it. Yeah. But the idea that like everybody picture me Enneagram five introvert Macy two, and we love working Not with Enneagram five, but I think Enneagram four. Yes, you. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a Amber. Amber. Uh, <laughs> I get maybe a little bit more overwhelmed by big groups than you do, but yeah. But we also have whatever. So we're in a youth group. We're surrounded by like 80 kids. I'm speaking. Yeah. Just in case people don't know this about me. Sweat. Sweat. Cortisol. Stress. Uh, all those uh, all those chemicals that pour into your body during stress. And it's, it's a great fulfilling job. But the idea that we're doing this and uh, we, we do our little thing and I just close my computer. I'm in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Ideal. Ideal. And, and maybe sometime I'll see some kids in person, but I'm like, it's not necessary. And like, well, oh, go ahead. I go to therapy every Friday. Yeah. And I think it's great. It's, it's, it's thriving. My, yeah. my, my relationship with my counselor. I'm not, I'm not like, Oh, well, I, I'm really missing something with the in-person. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, in-person's great. It's not like I don't like in-person yeah. with yeah. the person I see, but like, I'm just like, I, I'm getting a lot out of phone calls. I just put my headphones on, talk to my therapist totally get lost in the conversation. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think I kind of agree in, I definitely think certain, like, especially something like your therapist. And I almost think this too, about like a pastoring sense, there is something nice, I think for potentially 
both sides in that particular relationship. Yeah. Like I find myself connecting with the people that we're connecting with online more easily and better because it's like we can just have a Zoom call and we can both be in our homes and there's something really comfortable and nice about it and I think for both parties. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I think like relationally and I think everyone just is different. But like I'm like, I think I'm actually relating in a deeper way because of this medium right now, which is strange to say. And I don't think this is the case for every person, but it's reaching these certain people who wouldn't maybe want to go to that bigger youth group. And that's also kind of cool to reach those people and their more kindred spirits, right. you know? Like no, the people that. who would want to show up to the Zoom, they're really like, to show up to a Zoom at this point in time is like, you have to really want to be there, you know? So it's creating this community of people who really want to be there. Yeah, I think youth ministry in general is is like an Enneagram 7 vibe. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. that's not wrong, but can we create some Enneagram 5, 4 withdrawn type vibes for a youth group and have that be valid too? Both are valid, fine. Mm-hmm. But, but I was like, talking to this potential leader today and we were both like, we we when we as we were starting to get to know each other, we were just like, oh, this is a safe place to like roast like skits and yeah. and games and and messy games and and just the <laughs> constant need to be like messy and loud and and I said I used to do when I was a young life leader, I would I would go into this bathroom and essentially shotgun two Red Bulls and to we're like get laughing. ready for it. Yeah, and yeah. we're like that is like a literal thing and such a great metaphor for young life. It's like oh, Red Bulls, woo. You know, like I, I was like, I felt like in order to be a valid young life leader or a valid Christian or a valid, I had to get pumped. Gotta, gotta, gotta be pumped. pumped. <laughs> gotta be energetic. Why does everybody always have to be pumped? What is that? What is the virtue or what, why is there anything good about getting pumped all the time? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love getting pumped, <laughs> but like I, I love getting pumped, but I also love not at the same yeah. time. I really can ebb and flow. It's what you're getting pumped about, I guess. It's yeah. like, I felt like with Young Life or certain youth ministry, it's just pumped up for pumped up sake. I yeah. mean, I'll get yeah. pumped, but it, it's got to be organic. It's like being pumped yeah. for me creeps up on me. Right. Being pumped like you have to be pumped in yeah. order for this to work. Tonight's the night. It's pumped up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh and then God. you're telling your leaders, we all got to be pumped tonight. You know, and it's like, now I just want to be a leader. So I'm like. Feel how you want to feel. Yeah. You know, no, maybe, maybe tonight you're not going to be pumped. Real. And some kids won't be pumped. Yeah. Maybe you will be pumped. Whatever you're feeling is fine. You don't have to fake pumpedness. <laughs> we say pumped. <laughs> pumped. Okay. Okay. Let's throw back to the journey. journey. Let's throw it back to where we're at in COVID <laughs> times. Um, I remember, I mean, the first month. Okay. okay in the middle of all this, the podcast continues. This is true. You know, And Scott and I continue to be, we... We never social distance. We were always in the bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Um, which bubbles. I had a lot of shame and guilt about. <laughs> you you talking about this stuff exposes how little shame I have. I know. I know. There's another <laughs> thing like, like how do you not? How do you not feel these things? Um, uh, I, I can Here's, I mean, we're bouncing all over, but like there was one time when it all started where we posted a picture of us sitting on a couch and we got yes, pretty roasted yes. for it. And here's how it works for me. I don't have shame, but I'm sensing the world like metaphorically again, like ba- banging on my door being like, you need to feel some shame. Yeah. And I'm like looking around and I'm like, huh, what? And everybody's like, come on, like shame, 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 shame. And I'm like, 
I'm like, I have to be like, oh, okay, maybe I got to feel some shame. And I was like, oh, maybe I feel guilt? Like guilt and shame. Yeah, guilt. I'm like, okay, I feel a little guilty. I don't really, but I think I should. And I'm like, yeah, I feel some guilt. And I have to like. Work up the feeling. Almost like getting pumped. I'm like, oh, I think I feel guilty. Oh. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I, not really, but like, okay, a little, a little <laughs> guilt and shame. But I, I don't have the feeling that people are wanting me to have. And, and no, I get it so quickly. <laughs> yeah, people are like, can, I can tell like, my wife Marissa like had a bunch of friends that were like texting her like, oh, tell Scott he shouldn't be sitting on the couch. And Marissa's like kind of embarrassed, a social nine, so doesn't want that. Probably yeah. more in touch with like the social cues and stuff. And Marissa's like, oh, my friends are mad. And I'm kind of like, I, I can tell it bounces off me. I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, I think Marissa cares about this. I should listen. I should care. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> is this shame? It's like almost that that butterfly meme. I'm like, is this shame? <laughs> it's so funny because, like, I know, I mean, I was in that photo and I was like, man, this should, like, I do feel kind of guilty. I'm like, I also was like, I know we made our choice to be in the bubble and that's like mm-hmm. the very beginning intentional small thing. I was like, I feel fine about this decision, but should I feel guilt about it? And like, I think the image type of me is like, I, it's not even that I like cared what people thought, but I like didn't want to, I was like, if we are people of like who people are look as podcasters, mm-hmm. you know, being oh, we're out leaders. here, putting we're thought leaders. out. We're influencers. <laughs> not, no, we're not. I refuse the title. <laughs> um, but like, I'm like, well, are we held to a different standard? Mm. I did think about that. I was mm. like optics mm. in the sense of, wanting to make sure I wasn't like being silly with our optics. I want to clarify something about shame. Okay. I don't think I'm not trying to imply that I don't believe in right and wrong. Right. Like I can, I can actually very much think back to that couch situation. Like, well, maybe that was wrong of me. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, and next, next week and the weeks after I was a little bit more like, well, maybe we shouldn't be recording in person. But if we do, we probably should social distance. And then at the very least, we should take a picture that implies our social distance. Yeah. But I wasn't doing that as a sense of shame. It was like Does right and wrong and like, and, and get people off of that. Like I am saying like, I am wearing masks. I am following guidelines. Right. I no, do have I mean, a sense of not, right and not wrong. thoughtful. I but feel like I, you don't I wear a mask. If somebody says something to you, someone important to you too, like you'll think about I'm it. I'm not going to put on a mask because I'm afraid of being shamed. I'm putting on a mask because I think it's the right thing to do. Right. But I'm right. not like, oh, somebody's going to see me without a mask. Yeah. You know, oh, shame. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I did see a meme the other day. I thought it was really funny. It's like the only reason I wear a mask is because somebody will mistake me for a Trump supporter if I don't. <laughs> and that's not entirely true, but I do think there's some truth to it. It's like, hey, hey, I'm wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask. I'm not a Trump supporter. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, Okay. Um. Um. Uh, where are we? In where this are we journey? in this journey? I May? Think are we in May? Beginning. No. Okay. Well. Okay. So I have this other thought too of like. <laughs> where are we? In the beginning, it was March, and yeah. then it was April, and so March and April. <laughs> That's a great. In the beginning, it was March, and then it was April. After that, it was May. After that, it was June. <laughs> <laughs> Soon after June, followed July. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> so. Um. It was March and then April and April was like the, I taught zoom calls Mm -hmm. that whole time Mm -hmm. and it was spring and I was like springtime COVID is springtime. This is great. I remember thinking like, 
as it's happening. Because I tend to be nostalgic for things as they're happening. I yep. remember being like COVID in springtime, this certain weather, the certain time the sun sets, the certain like temperament of like all the things around me. And it hit me like the other day. I'm like COVID in late summer. COVID in fall, COVID in December, I was like, there will not be a time. Because in the beginning, I thought, in the beginning, I thought that I would be able, like a season would make me think of COVID. I'm like, springtime. I'm always going to think of COVID spring in springtime. COVID. And I'm like, mm-mm. 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 It'll the new be normal. all the seasons. Yep. All the seasons. Seasons of COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, seasons. Yeah, so 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 that was the time where you weren't furloughed yet. No, so I was kind. But you were zooming. I was zooming. I was working like reduced hours, mm-hmm. and that was also strange because it's like working from home, zooming the kids. I was I painting. struggled. Well, when did the less canvases painting. Go? Yeah, the, when did the canvases? <laughs> when did the canvases? Um, go? that first month I was, I didn't. I was struggling socially. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I wanted to be around people i was like <laughs> that's a great way of saying it <laughs> i thought i wanted to be around people i thought i did <laughs> what a sentence um <laughs> and i think being on the zoom calls with kids it's like i w- i really enjoyed them i fully enjoyed being with them but they left me feeling like i wanted more because mm-hmm. i was like it was really hard to play with like with kids and facilitate yeah. play i was having fun trying to get creative doing that you mm-hmm. know and there was a part of me that still enjoyed the structure of being at work and like having people that I could email and people saying good job and being on a team. Like I liked that. Um, what? <laughs> I just love that. Good job. I do. I love a yes. good job. Yes. yes. Thank, you. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, a nice subtle good job. Thank you. I always get a little nervous when somebody tells me I did a good job. What do you mean? I mean, we're bopping around here, but just like, I'm like, did I follow the standards? Am I, am I, am I like, honestly, it'd be like the opposite of Matthew. I'm like, I'd be nervous. I'm like, am I doing it right? I hope not. I hope, you know, good job. Like what? Shoot. Like what, what did I do? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's really, I mean, funny. if you as a friend or somebody's like, I appreciate something I did. Like, I appreciate that. Or like, yeah, that was really nice. That was, you know, but if like a good job is a really, I get nervous. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Good job. You did I love it. it. You did the thing we were expecting. I was like, I did. Frank, I'm like, dang it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I guess I hope for a good job to be like a creatively good, like yeah. something I wanted someone to see. If somebody says a good job on something I didn't care or didn't think mm-hmm. I put an effort, I'm like off the bat. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. um, uh, this episode is really ridiculous. I know. I like it. Um, Okay. Uh, Compared to last week, I just feel so no responsibility right now. I don't feel any <laughs> sense of like. We probably should. I mean, COVID is really serious. That's the thing, though. We're hit. We're, we're that's too much right now. It's, I, people can find that anywhere. I know it's true. It's, it's really serious true. everywhere. It's true. Um, okay, so I was working from home, zooming, and <clears> then that's when you and I started walking, and I like it was okay. Oh, that's also when we as a house were like. I meals? guess, yeah, I guess we're going to go in on meals together. <laughs> I guess we're going to start cooking together. And I think for me, I really, really, really loved, I mean, I'm a homebody. So I was like being kind of at work, but then also loving being at home all day. And like, 
we got to clean out our pantry and we got to clean out our <laughs> fridge and we got to like come up with organizations for cooking meals and everyone was going to cook meals together, which I makes my heart so warm. And we went grocery shopping together and like all of those things are so special to me that they happen during COVID. I know. Um, <laughs> so I like, and then we started doing, uh, Ruben and I started doing who played it at best, which is like, this thing Follow that COVID. Spaced Mace on Instagram for some really great evening uh, wagers and voting on who played it at best. And it's interesting because, like, I have way less, <laughs> like, I could care less about it now almost. Like, in the beginning, it was novel and fun. Yeah, and it was like, it's COVID. We're planning. I have time to play. Oh, my gosh. You and know? you got a little competitive. For sure. Oh, yeah. very competitive. <laughs> um, but now it's like, uh, I guess we should do plating. You know, it's like right. This is this. We're is trying the to make norm. this short little blip of a month of quarantining fun. And exactly, now like, and now I it's guess like this is forever. This is now still forever. I also I still like that we're still plating, but I'm like this isn't all the things that I thought were going to be novel are not novel anymore, and I think that's the thing that's like this five months in check in is truly naming the the. The weightiness and the feeling of it becoming the norm. Mm. Like, mm. it has 100% become the norm, you okay. know? Like, I felt awkward wearing a mask the first... Now we wear masks. What? Now we wear masks. Right, like, Everyone I remember going, masks. jumping forward, but, like, when I went back to work, I was so stressed about wearing a mask. And now I'm like, that's so funny to me now because it feels like the most casual thing to do. Phone keys, wallet, mask. You know, that's like, now it's like, yep, always got to have your mask. It's super chill. Put my mask on. It's fine. Take my mask off. Okay, it's fine. Okay. You know, it's like in the beginning, I remember knowing that, of course, it would become normal. Like, there's so many cultures and countries that have adopted masks for so many reasons. And it's super chill and normalized and fine. But I was like, uh, awkward about it. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here comes here comes maybe a, a helpful check in and i'm i'm only having this nothing's been helpful yet <laughs> um i'm only having this thought like this is why i wanted to have this conversation this is a new thought for me okay. so we're going to say it out loud Here and see how it goes i think one of the things that's happening and as a, especially as a dad as a 16 and 14 year old so how how best to say this so first of all we're we're losing our milestones yes yes know? like our, our yearly check-in milestones, like, first of all, I mean, on a massive scale, just in terms of, like, I don't even follow sports. I don't yeah. love sports, but it's, like, baseball season starting. Yeah. You know, first pitch, first season, uh, you know, all the little, that's just one example. Like, the the concerts, the venues, the movies, the Graduation. releases. Graduation's huge. And now it's, like, my daughter got official word today that they won't be officially starting school in the fall. Yeah. So that's, that's like, That's tough. Oh, Freshman year of high school. school. My, daughter Eva is really excited to start high school and another another thing too is i'm i'm noticing and i and for some reason i have i think i personally as my temperament and my personality has a little bit more patience and energy for this sort of thing but i maybe wanting to sympathize with others that don't like we're having to create our own pivots and our own reorientations like Nobody's doing it for us. No, yeah. There's no leader, yeah. obviously, that's yeah. doing it. But there's yeah. no official organization that's been like, okay, so now it's midsummer, and and here's what we need you to do. It's going to be till January 15th, and this is the season where 
we now do this and we think like this and we're as a community, we're doing this. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. There's nothing to like get some grounding in. Like obviously we're not going to church on Sundays. We're not doing any of the things that feel normal. And I'm just, I'm just kind of being like, I'm wanting to look around. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we like, doing? There's no, there it's, <laughs> it's where we can really easily lose sight of the collective. Yeah. You know, because we literally don't get to see it. Yeah. We don't get to experience it. Oh. It does something for, it does something for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even though I have in general loved that I can only like be hanging out with a small group mm-hmm. of people, it also is really, I hold that while also holding, like I do miss gathering with people, you know, it's, I don't know. It's so complicated. It's so complicated. It's the, it's at least familiar yeah. I mean, honestly, this is the type of stuff I want to be reading about. Like, if somebody write an article like this, w- like, the grocery store as sacred, meaning it's like the grocery store is the one social thing that we've all sort of agreed upon that we can do. Yeah. So yeah. I, even as I'm saying it, I'm realizing I feel like the grocery store feels kind of special. Because you get to go to it. I mean, in the yeah. beginning, it especially felt special. I mean, it felt yeah. so stressful, but it also was like, oh, we get to go out and we're going store. to the grocery yeah. store. And it's like, here we go, you know. Did we, when we first went to Fred Meyer, did we wear masks? I don't think so, no. That no, first time? No. I don't think so. I don't think we, like, Mm-mm. knew to. Mm-mm. But no, I mean, now now grocery store is, like, the one space that feels heavy coats normal. Like, we're all still there. We This is the ritual that we all still have. I see yeah. my fellow human there. Yeah. We're all at yeah. the grocery store. We need these groceries, yeah. but nothing else. There's nothing else that's like an anchor of any sorts. No, it's real. It's real. I rem- Yeah. I didn't go to, I have like a coffee shop. That's my beloved coffee shop. Um, and I, Bayern. I didn't go there for the beginning of COVID. Cause I just didn't like it just first it was closed and then I wasn't sure. And now it's like, I go there cause it's like go in, wear a mask, mm-hmm. get my coffee, mm-hmm. leave. It's like very in and out. But it's like, even that, I'm like, that's, that's like an important, I'm, I'm, it's a, I need that little bit of something, you know, that little bit of interacting, you Mm -hmm. know, um, man, where are we in this check-in? Because I'm like, there's so much. Here's what I'll suggest. Okay. I feel like it's like watercolors. It's like paint bleeding. The journey's sort of bleeding into more of. Thoughts and rants now. It is a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's hard. <laughs> it's, I think what's it's happening, and this I think is really interesting. Is as we go back, I can't help but be thinking about the way I feel about things now. Like thinking about what was happening a few months ago, I'm inevitably tied to thinking about like a reinterpretation of it because at the time I didn't know what it would feel like to be this far down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no language for a way to see that. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just interesting even thinking about like the little I knew about COVID, you know, it was like, and like, still don't quite know much about COVID. I don't really know what it is. I, just, um, a, <laughs> I like, I listened to, uh, today explained a lot okay. and they like went hard, hard the first month. It was like the whole thing was like, COVID explained. Okay. Every single day it was yeah. COVID. And then eventually I think they got enough people who were like, we're done with, we this. cannot do just COVID yeah. all the time. Like I relied on you as a podcast and now you're like 
just COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, what's my point? Oh, a rare point. A lost. rare point. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think it's like. I don't know what my point was. Today, explain trying to understand. COVID. Oh, oh, I didn't yeah. understand COVID. It was like I was like I need all this information to try and understand what this thing is, and like now we're this like far down the line, and it's like we've heard so many things. Like I've heard so many things about masks, so many things about sick, like the distance studies, this thing. How does a virus work? How does the like vaccine work? What will it take to make a vaccine? It's like all these things. It's like I now have become, I wouldn't, I don't, I would be, I would consider myself low to medium in terms of my understanding or competency around all things COVID. But it's like, that low to medium is so much more than five months ago. You know, I had absolutely nothing to say and no knowledge on this thing. And now it's like, this is something that I'm every day thinking about, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and every day having thoughts about every day learning something about. And it's like, I could never, I could not have predicted this, you know, we couldn't have (sighs) predicted it. Although I think we could have. Like, people did. People made a fucking documentary that was like, the next pandemic that's about to happen. Yeah. And it's like, there's been people who have been talking and trying to say that this is going to happen and could happen. And we're just not aware of it. You know, it's outside of our focus of attention. And so it just blindsided us. Okay. Okay. So, so let's, let's, let's now say some things because that gets me in a headspace. Okay. That gets me in a headspace. Freeform thinking. Not 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 a a researched produced podcast. I don't. We don't have any re- We don't have any research assistants. Uh, we have no fact checkers. No fact checkers. <laughs> we're now we're just really truly popping off here. So what I want to say is like, I always have to give these caveats when I say these certain things of like, uh, all the sensitivity. It's it is it is a tragedy on a scale that our brains can't even really comprehend. Yeah. No, like people talk about this idea of like empathy fatigue. It's like, how can I have, how can I have empathy for a hundred thousand deaths in America alone? Like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I know that's real. So nothing I'm going to say feels glossing over those things. And yet having conversations in real time about this, this utterly unique thing that's happened in the history of the world. I mean, I know pandemics has happened before, but like, Nothing in our generation. Yeah. Nothing in like the last hundred years. So we're like, what the hell? So part of me in the midst of all this gets very excited about the way humanity is being forced to reimagine. True. True. Virtual youth groups, but all sorts of things. Right. We're just like, oh, just the idea of like, look, you guys had a climate crisis on your hands. Humanity. Yeah. Well, what would happen if you all of a sudden realized you didn't always have to be so obsessed with gathering and driving and traveling? Life can work. You can make it work. Yeah. You no, know? it can function. So will we reset? Will we rethink education? Will we rethink Will we rethink concerts? education? Please? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, we're just I just think it's a giant it's a giant reality that's real and true and a metaphor for just like the forces of the universe are, are saying it's time to rethink some things. Yeah. No, I think it's really, (laughs) it's, it's really complicated to hold because yeah, like you're saying, it's like, it's this 
pandemic that's causing so much suffering. Mm-hmm. So it's like in the midst of that suffering, it's complicated to hold like the new births that are happening from it. It's like, that's a really weird thing to hold, but it's also important to name. And it's also complicated. We haven't gotten to this, but like the pandemic itself has kind of inflated and allowed for this very particular social climate Mm -hmm. to also emerge to where now we have, you know, a really significant awakening and awareness happening across the country and the globe in terms of Black Lives Matter, in terms of colonialism, in terms of all of these things, I feel the pandemic kind of forced us into having to like have this be confronted mm-hmm. and I'm like in a good way. And yet in like a, that's really complicated that it took a fucking pandemic for us all to have to like for folks to think about this, you know, people are going to be writing about it forever. It's like, what happened? Like people, people had a little bit more time on their hands Obviously, people George Floyd. I mean, th- some major things happened also. Yeah. Were re- very real. But I'm like, yeah, people weren't working. Like, w- what enabled all these protests? I, I mean, who knows? I, we would be grasping at straws trying to figure out what it actually was at the end of the day. That's what historians like and psychologists you know, and sociologists do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I was talking to somebody today, and it was like, this is the energy that's happening even right now in the podcast. It's like this this giant, traumatic, global catastrophe. And, like, in the midst of this this girl I'm talking today is also an introvert and was like trying to say something of like, Oh, I know it's a really sad thing, but I've really enjoyed it. And I, and she goes, well, I know that sounds insensitive. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I know this is insensitive and I, I, but I, I really liked this thing. Yeah. And I was like, Holy crap. If in the midst of this outrageous global tragedy that's probably making everybody feel like borderline, if not fully depressed, yeah, you can't try to find some silver lining. Is it inappropriate? I know <laughs> to but try it to feels find some silver way. lining. It feels that way. <laughs> got to do. Everybody should have full permission to try to find some silver lining. Try to enjoy yourself. Try to stay like upbeat yeah. and optimistic, and not 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 in a naive way. Not in a way you're ignoring and being insensitive. But like I was like, it just shocked me that. You're 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 apologizing for finding something ha- to be happy about in the midst of all this. Like goodness, I know, <laughs> I know. I I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Yeah. I was talking um, to someone last night, and they were like, "I miss going out. I miss being in big groups and getting to dance and all these things." And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, no, I don't miss those things. Obviously, I like. There's a part of me that's like, this is like." I don't have to make any excuses anymore. You know, <laughs> it's like, this is just what's the, like the Norman, like my natural temperament is so, okay. Okay. Throwing back. I talked about this. What did I say? I thought I wanted, I thought I was missing the social group or I thought I wanted to be with people. Yeah. And so it was like me on the zoom with, the kids. I eventually got furloughed, which means I had a month off of work. Oh, we're going back to the journey? Well, kind of. I mean, <laughs> this is good. It's thoughts, it's like thoughts it. and journey. <laughs> Wait, let me let me consult our... Are we, are we another Where thoughts are right we? Now? Are we... Are, are we, we in? comments? <laughs> this is the comments section. Okay. <laughs> this is the other thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I Now I know. You jump back to journey for a second. Okay. <laughs> I got to get my bearings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's like 
No, this isn't. It's all of it because <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I I learned so much about myself in quarantine that I never would have mm. had the chance to like, or not even learned about myself, but like was given a space to be a certain self because I was just in quarantine and had nowhere to go and no one to see. And it was like kind of being withdrawn from that. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I love this. Yeah. I didn't, after that month of quarantine, I like, it was like, whoa, this is truly, I'm like, whoa, this is truly what I enjoy, you know? And like, I don't need to be around so many people. And like, I like I'm painting and really happy. and walking and talking. Yeah. And to like four people, mm-hmm. you know? And like, cool. You know, like I, I definitely found myself really realizing and enjoying the, like the amount of space it allowed. Like, I think, I think, for me being in a big group of people or being in relationship to people. And I think even at work, like I'm not casual about anything. So it's like when I go to work and I'm with students or when I go to a youth group or I'm with friends or whatever, I can't be just like whatever people are, whatever, like everything is so intense and it's always a lot for me. Like, I think that's why I like, I need to come home and I need to process and need to think because it's like, there's, so much happening there and I can't just be like, I can't be unaffected by mm-hmm, it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like so good for me to have that month of having so little to have, like to be affected by in that sense, like so little relationship in front of me. So I could have, it was like, Oh, this is so nice and I can care more and I can care more for myself. And like, I think it was just a really like good space. And then I've gone back to work now. So I now am like at work and which that's another thing of like going back to work and wearing a mask all day and working with people. It's, I feel like I'm in a different stage in that. Like I have this, I do have a social thing now because I'm like surrounded by people, but it feels more burdensome, burdensome now. I'm like, the first month was really hard for me. Like I felt, I felt the loss of, I was like, I've lost time with myself. Like I miss myself and I miss time with myself and I wish I could just be with myself. And it's so hard. Cause it's like being with people all day. I do get, get to come home and be with myself. Sure. But it's like, I'm being with myself. So much of it is processing the other big, people. Big, big, that, that's the price of admission right there. Like that, that, that we got it took it took fifty four minutes to get that thought, but that was a good one. That's a novel thought. That that that's a big one. I mean, that resonates with the withdrawn types, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I what I'm hearing in that is like when you're finally given all the space, you you're done with the processing, and now you actually get to get in touch with yourself. Exactly. But exactly. this type of stuff, it's like there's two hours of processing and then maybe a little check-in with myself and right. then bed. But like, right. what was that? Exactly. It's <laughs> like, but having, and I painted that whole month too. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it was just like the most special month ever, honestly. <laughs> um, but it was, it was like, I wake up, I get to spend the morning with myself, long morning, paint by myself, talk, like go on a walk with you, hang out with Matthew and Ruben, have dinner, 
chill more time with myself you know (laughs) there's less transitions Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like the transitions are so much i just feel like it's it's really been interesting because it's like i i like being back at work and i also love my job like i absolutely love my job but i'm like (laughs) i i okay i uh, i know you love your job that's a fact (laughs) that is a fact that's a fact. So if anybody's listening to this and wants to fight Macy on not liking job, I will I will I will fight you on that. But but sometimes that does sound a little bit like reaction formation. No, it does. I think I bet <laughs> I love no. my job. I like my job. I like my job. I, I really think, like my job. I think that's real. <laughs> and that's something I should pay attention to. Um But I know you do. I know you do. I only want to work twenty hours a week though. Right. I'm like, I don't want to work forty hours a week. I'm very aware of that. Well, now. that's something that's come up. I've read very credible, valid articles and this this is just the type of stuff if i see this type of headline of course i'm clicking on it because i'm sure i'm glossing over all sorts of interesting headlines yeah that like this this pandemic has also shown that we should be having a 30-hour work week yeah why is it 40 hours that seems so arbitrary people work better and we'll have a healthier society if you have a 30-hour work week right i think that's the thing too i'm like i i like and i i mean i just also i'm like i've lost time to paint and like (laughs) that's just something but like i definitely has helped me to figure out maybe what would be a better rhythm for me because mm-hmm. up until this point i wouldn't have thought that that would have been good for me i think i was mm-hmm. like selling myself short mm-hmm. in the sense that i thought i needed this outside structure and i do think it's good for me and i like it and it's like helpful and i like i said i like i like being in a group i like getting the good jobs i like that and yet i don't know if i like it as much as the actual thing of like doing it my way and getting the freedom to create and make something on my own without that structure. Like I think I was almost relying on relying on that as a crutch Mm. and I'm, I'm now, I mean, I'm going to grad school now. I'm, I want, like, I'm like, I want more autonomy to be able to dictate my weeks. You know, I want more autonomy to, to maybe be able to find a way where I can, have more quiet and more space because I do think that would actually be more productive for me. You know, I think I might have more to contribute with that. So like, it's been good for me to get in touch with that and be like, that's real. Like I need to pay attention to that. I don't ever want to forget what that month felt like because like it felt so important. Going back to work made it also feel like I was like, it was, it took a long time. There was like grieving from that. Big, big thought coming. Don't okay. know what's about to be said, but but what I want to start by saying is everybody wins. Everybody wins. I don't I don't know what type of economic system I pr- propose or believe in. I don't. I don't. I do, I'm not a, an advocate of anything in that sense. But I do think like just the idea of like free education, the the, the response people have to that. I'm like people, people, people. Think about this. Everybody benefits from an educated person. You're going to benefit from having that person be educated. Why are we so hellbent on making them pay for all this stuff? A person that says, I'd like to get a PhD. I'd like to become an expert in a field for the betterment of society. Great. Thank you. We need that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're willing to put in all that time and effort to study and learn that top, topic and then, and then give back to society. Great. Yeah. You know, and it's like this idea, it's like, I, I I sound so naive, I know, but I I am I am in a brand new way, slowly waking up to this really backwards capitalist, patriarchal, colonialist, whatever white supremacy system of just like 
kind of enslaving an entire class of people. Yeah. You know, it's like the whole system is like, you're the workers. You get minimum wage. You come and work in this office. It's like, okay, so it's a response to what you just said. I'm just discovering that when I get space and I get, it's, it's like the, the assumption by some people in the world is like, oh, well, you're just going to be lazy then. Right. You're a lazy person. Right. It's like, no, if I'm able to pace myself how I want, you're going to get paintings. You're going to get reflections. You're going to get, you're going to get all sorts of great things. The podcast me. was the best it was. Yeah. The yeah. podcast became <laughs> yeah. better because of that. You yeah. Know? It kind of started like floating up a little higher. I was like, we're kind of floating at this altitude. Right now it's we're, like, Whoa. Right now it's like, it's like we're plateaued, I yeah. guess. But like. <laughs> we could do the COVID episode, you mm-hmm. know, we could do, no, it was, there was a, there was a moment more. there. There was a moment there. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> With like, the podcast where it was like, Whoa. And right. it's like kind of back to like, uh, it's still fun, obviously, but it's like, yeah. We're no, not I mean, it was that. like, now I, now I, again, a working pal, love my job, but like now I do have way less time, mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. less time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> makes me think back to that walk moment and thinking about how loaded and sad and deep that was. The last one? Yeah. Not the last one. I think it was like a precursor to the last one <laughs> where where we both got sort of irritated with each other. Oh, yeah. Because I was, I was sort of like kind of like indulging in this headspace of like it, we're growing and we have more time and we're going to do all these projects. Oh, and yeah. you're like, you kind of snapped at me and then I got sad and it was just like, man... That's just another great little moment of like... No, you came at me with all these ideas and I was like, stop doing this. Yeah. Because I was like, you can't do this. I do not have time for this anymore. Like, yeah. I have to go back And then to we're work. both sad about the reality of it. Yeah. And we don't even know how to be in that space together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm still sad about it, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think that's the thing. It's like, I've adjusted and I... I, I don't know. It's, yeah... This is bringing up a lot of emotions for me because mm. it's like I have adjusted. Um, but even talking about that, it makes me like it. It, it I, I feel sad. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think maybe we should get to the comments. And honestly, it, I I would just I would just view it as a massive win if we did keep it short tonight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I agree. Because I feel like this is the craziest like I know. Trend. I love it, though. I'm really loving it. <laughs> uh, I, I will say, like, part of, part of I mean, this is, a, this is a podcast where we're talking about the Enneagram. Yeah. So it's not going to be weird and foreign that I'm bringing this up. But, like, maybe something I offer, and I think you offer, too, on certain types. Anybody can offer this. Any type. But, like, I am, I actually am at the very end of the day optimistic. Very optimistic. Like, mm-hmm. I think... I think humanity as a whole globally is being absolutely forced to rethink what they value, how they function, why they function. It's like a big giant reset. It's like the big squid. Oh gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Osmandius <laughs> from Watchmen. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a necessary evil and, and this is where it just gets really cringy and, and not cringy, but like fraught. Like you don't want to say anything insensitive. <sighs> So, so I, I guess I can add this out if it sounds terrible. We talk about like a biblical plague or, or judgment day. No, well, hear me out. I'm not saying that I even believe in that. A I, flood. A flood. Uh, yeah, exactly. A plague, a, a, a holy judgment, a, the angel of death, something, whatever that is. Like, you know, then, then you'll get some sort of religious 
person like Pat Roberts or something and say, this hurricane came to New Orleans because New Orleans needed ju- God's judgment. Mm. I don't believe in that at all. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I don't even really believe in these, like, whatever that type of thing is. But but I do believe something is on, ha- like, a biblical scale is happening. Yeah. And whatever yeah. interpretation we use for that, whether it's, like, this supernatural force, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, this is a time of... Of, 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 I guess, I guess the way I would say it is it's out of our hands. Yeah. In a beautiful way. For the first time, humanity is like, not for the first time ever, but like, we're, we're going to be like, we don't have as much control as we think. And we thought we could solve climate change. Right. Right. I, it makes me think like, I remember taking a class, I think it was called creation care, um, in college. And I was really, I mean, I, this, I was so hell bent in college on like, why, is there destruction? Like, why is mm. there such massive destruction? Mm-hmm. Like, I decided to, like, study the flood, you know? And ooh, I remember... Ooh, what's about to be said here? No, I mean, I just remember <laughs> a perspective shift that was really powerful me for me. And, like, it's weird, but it's, like, almost like if we decenter humanity, mm-hmm. first of all, like, that's nice. something Very that nice. this, like, really does in the sense of it's, like... Are humans narcissistic? like thinking about like this idea of thinking of plagues or these big natural disasters all these things like being able to pull the camera back decenter humanity Mm. see it as like the force of nature the beauty of the cycles this is a better thought you're saying it better this is what i was on to there it is this is good it's like these it's a reminder and it's an experience of the unknowingness, the mystery, the chaotic nature of the world in which we're living. Dang. Dang. This is why we do a podcast together. <laughs> I, I, I had a thought, but then you carried it to the better way of saying it. That's that's like exactly this, right. This is why we do it. Yeah, it's humbling. It, t- it decenters us. It makes us reconsider. Uh, it, 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 there's some hope. There's something. A, a silver lining. I don't. I don't want it to sound like I'm just trying to like be. I'm not. I'm not trying to do like an enneagram seven reframing. I, I mean, it's it's a tragedy. No, but it's it, it's almost like a. It, We're so freaking I hear arrogant. You. I hear you. What you're saying in like paying it. Let's pay attention to what's happening, and let's like you like this is happening so how are we going to respond you let's know what is it exactly let's exactly let's not let's not i mean i think maybe that's some of the fear you and i are feeling it's like let's not go so hardcore on trying to get it back to normal no let's no let's try to, to really to get excited about a new way yeah yeah you know should we read some comments let's read some comments also uh Macy and I are going to watch the season three finale of The Wire tonight, everybody. Yeah, we are. So. So. Will we do The Wire? That would be really fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Why not? I mean, that would be fun. I'm I'm watching The Wire. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. Some listener thoughts and comments. Yep. This is the right. Well, not right. I mean, oh, so many of these people are, are are true homies. I know, I know. Lily, wouldn't it be just so? We really got to do Enneagram Seven with Lily here pretty soon. Okay, I'll read Lily's. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Lily was on our COVID episode, so... Why not that? Why not just say here? Why not the next episode is just Lily and Enneagram 7? Why not? Well, we need to talk to Lily. Yeah, Lily, if you're listening, <laughs> we're going to reach out to you pretty soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Lily Dawes. I've gotten pretty used to COVID and gotten into a good rhythm of using my time productively and being okay with it all. But that being said, I'm going to be a junior in high school this year, and even though the school year hasn't started, I'm still anxious about how it's going to look. We have the option of being online or in person or blended, and I'm going, and I'm going in person. But as an Enneagram Seven, I really value my freedom, and I'm afraid of feeling super trapped by mm. the restrictions of not mm. being able to have sports, clubs, being distanced from everyone, etc. I really love school and I love socializing, so I'm just worried about how this year is going to look in terms of that. And since it won't be too long before I graduate, I want to make the most of this year's, the, these years. But I feel like this year is going to be really hard. Nonetheless, I'm trying to look on the bright side. Yep. In typical seven fashion. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. And I'm excited that I'll finally get to see people safely, of course. I'm sad that COVID canceled my plans of going to Cali and enjoying my life, but I'm thankful that I've been able to have so much time to find myself, grow closer to friends, and start my small business. Woo. Love you guys. I hope you're staying safe. What's a small business, Lily? I don't know. I want to see. I'm Lily, what is at- this? Okay, but that is... Uh, okay. Stickers, so, maybe? So what I want to say to Lily right now, first of all, we love Lily. And also, I'm inspired by that comment. Like... If 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 an enneagram, what you want to say to an enneagram seven sometimes is like the reframing isn't hurting me, right? Right. The reframing is like reframing coming at a cost. Is honestly, helpful for us. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like this is a nice enneagram seven reframing and positivity, and, and and but Lily, I think, is also doing a great job of acknowledging the hard things. So it's not yeah. glossing over that, yeah. and then trying to make the best of it. And like being aware, like it's going to be hard that I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to go and do the things I want to do. But I also do think Lily truly has made the best of it. I think so too. Yeah. Lily with those yellow sunglasses, <laughs> really killing it. <laughs> That's good though. But man, I really do feel it. Like it's so funny that Lily is the exact same age as my son. So juniors, you know, this yeah. is a really interesting season. I know. I, I can't I, imagine being in high school. I know. I think happening. what I'm what I'm noticing at my house, and I guess. This even came up with the B-Boys when they we did their interview. I yeah. think it's really wild to think, and Jack, my son, said this to me and our family as I was leaving tonight. And he, I was like, I was getting lost in time. I was like, oh, this thing that happened. I was like, that was like a year ago. And everybody's like, and, and I was like, I felt like that happened just yesterday. And everybody's like, what do you mean? That was so long ago. And Jack was like, look, for an adult, a year ago feels like a two day, a few days ago. And, it, and truly, everybody, it's it gets worse as you get older. Like, a year... I saw Katie and Scott's wedding pop up. That was a year ago. Yeah. I was like, that really feels like yesterday. Katie that feels like wedding. a full year ago. That, that feels like yesterday. That's yesterday so to funny. Me. That's so funny. And um, Jack always knows. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking Trump, I think, has made people into like activists and radicals. Like he's radicalized an, in- an entire generation. Like these B-boys showed up and one of them, the oldest... The oldest guy, Rohan, yeah. brought the Marxist handbook. Yeah. You know? Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's like my son and, and, and Lily isn't like necessarily becoming like uh, radicalized, but I, I do think it's interesting that there are these teens out here who are really going to experience something. Th- these teens that are growing up in this era are going to be a very unique bunch. Yes. You know? Oh, most certainly. Yeah. Most certainly. I feel like this time has like a not similar and yet potentially like 
this feels like six, the year of 69, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like the year of 2020, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. really significant years in terms of like, cool. Like this is like a, this year, you know, is imprinted and everyone will be shaped from what happened in that year. COVID. Yeah. The election. Black Lives Matter. It was a summer of 69. Okay. Now, should I read this next one? Yeah. Angie. Angie 5. Working in healthcare, I've gotten used to the mask and get plenty of interaction day by day. My kids have enjoyed being home and we've spent more time outdoors in the evenings and time together. Me too. I'm ready for us to settle into our new normal. That's the question, right? What is the new normal? Yeah. But we can't seem to agree in the world on what that is. Exactly. Yeah. See, she's saying it. The everlasting debate of back to school or virtual. I want them home a bit longer for safety, but they play sports and can't do that at virtual. So the pull and tug of what's right and what's not. All in all, life is what you make it and can be fixated on what we can't do. And I can't be fixated on what we can and can't do, but instead fixating on what, we, on what good we have. I would love for people to just stop being single-minded and think, think of others. Yeah. Both sides. If we spent more time trying to understand each other and listen, we could probably find out we aren't as different as we think we are. A tons, a ton of bridges, a bridges could be formed, but we don't listen and we just don't talk nice to each other. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess my interpretation of that last thing it too is I think something that, that might be a, just a quick, no small thing check in. L- less certain, more curious life. Like, yeah. We, we, we do. We want to be people that are able to have a conversation and not be so divisive. Mm-hmm. But I, what I'm finding is as we continue, and I continue to have my Facebook debates. Yeah. It's like, here's an example quick tangent, quick tangent. I grew up. Pretty darn conservative evangelical Christian. Yep. I have changed my mind on many, many, many things. Like the way I think and behave in the world and even act compared to who I was when I was like 17 is almost entirely different. And then someone comes in who disagrees with me and says, I'm I'm entrenched in my way of thinking. Hmm. That's a strange observation. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No. The reason I think the way I think is because I'm not entrenched. I changed right. my mind. Right. So how do you have a curious conversation where your curiosity led you to a new way of thinking? And then and they're like, people are trying to get you curiously bring you back. <laughs> about my old way. <laughs> about like, my well, old way. I, I, I don't <laughs> like, I guess you can be, yeah, that's interesting. Or just this idea of like this, this energy from Angie and this comment of like, seeing the best in each other and stuff like that. And it's like, I do want that. I do want that. And mm-hmm. sometimes I am just like, I don't know, maybe it's projection or something. Maybe I'm just a little bit more cautious of somebody that represents my old way of thinking on certain values. Hmm. And I don't listen as well. Dang. I think it's complicated when you know that those values, it's like you've been curious about what those values are and the effect they have. And your curiosity has brought you to a place of, some understanding and right. like realization of the effects those values have. I think that's fair to be a little bit weary. I don't know. I just, I just think, I just think here's another way of saying it. I, I, I don't want to throw anybody in the bus. So I'm not going to say any names publicly, but like there is, there are some types of people. There's some types of people on Facebook. 
everybody, we acknowledge on here that I talk on, I don't even know if I'm debating these days. I'm Discuss. talking, I'm discussing on Facebook. Um, who will who who will insert themselves in a pretty robust debate? Yeah, and and say something like, "The main problem isn't this issue that we're debating; it's that we're just not being kind to each other." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh, "I think this 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 issue we're discussing is actually pretty important. Like, we need to really think about it." Yeah, and this thought of like us being kind to each other isn't really helping this discussion currently. We're we are being relatively nice. Nobody's hurting each other. Nobody's sending evil packages of anthrax to this other person or something like we're all, but, but this idea of, it almost feels like that sort of silence is violence mentality of like, we do need to discuss these things. Yeah. I saw something that was like, be kind. And it was like, Oh, you posted that. That was great. Be anti racist. -racist. Be like anti homophobic. Like that's kind. Being kind is advocating and making like, I think that that's like a complicated thing because it's like, of course you still want to be like gracious and warm and like human with people, but like, don't miss Like don't mistake my strong voice, uh, like speaking out against anti-racism as not being kind, you know, like that, 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 that thing you're saying and the thing you posted said it better again, (laughs) you know, like, be kind. That was crossed it's out. Like this is me being really kind, kind and really advocating and really caring. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah. Moving on. But no, I agree, Angie. I'm, I'm back at work and the mask super chill. <laughs> super chill. What's the next one? You want to read it? Uh, yeah. J L J one seven zero one said oof, <laughs> and then plan, and then parentheses in another comment. Sorry, my five year old bumped. Me. <laughs> I love that <laughs> oof <laughs> um, oof. Oof, I'm living in a constant state of dissonance. I work in healthcare but have no daycare, so I had to quit my full-time job to work per diem. I don't know what that, what that word means. To work per diem. Per uh, diem? At another job. I mean, per diem is like typically like spending money on a trip or something like that. I'm wondering how she's doing per diem in that sense. But um, extra money at another job, I guess. I love the extra time with my family and the lack of social obligations, but I'm unable to make any plans for myself or my kids, which is a little difficult. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Definitely weird. It is. Which, yeah, that's true. It's weird. Okay. Um, this next one is from my friend Kira, who's going by Lizzie Hopkick. <laughs> Man... This is so fun, too, because I'm going to follow Kira back, which I haven't done yet with No Small Thing. Uh, this is so, That's nostalgic because Kira was uh, like a friend and leader, co-leader with me at, at Bethany for a long time. Hmm. We had some fun times together, Kira. If you, li- if you actually listen to this podcast, I don't know if it's just Kira following us on No Small Thing Instagram, but this is fun to see her pop up here. Big, big fan of Kira. Shout outs to you. Yeah. As a teacher, I'm wondering how the daily learning schedule with a set time for, okay, daily learning schedules in quotes. So as a teacher, I'm wondering how the quote unquote daily learning schedule with a set time for more live classes proposed by our district, but not supported by the union is supposed to work for us parents with multiple children. Yeah. So Kira is a parent and a teacher. So that seems crazy. That seems so complicated. Public school teachers, people, I mean, just... Schooling for elementary is just, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. That is, that is a a different, a different type of concern than high school and middle school. I know. Well, and I'm like, I think come fall, I'm going to be with, through my school doing some kind of like 
bridge teaching program for the kids who are choosing like a, 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 a different option. Mm-hmm. It's like, and now I'm responsible for like it's early all you. child, like kindergarten to third graders missing their school. I'm like, that's, I'm not that kind of teacher. And you're going to grad school. Okay, uh, next is a good finale for these comments, but this is our friend, Michaela. Oh, yes. Our true Enneagram 5 withdrawn head type. We love it. Okay. Um, and I haven't gotten a, a comment from Michaela in a while. So well, and Michaela was on our um, Enneagram and COVID episode. Michaela, if you're listening to this, I do want to say, I do want to say, and please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm asking. I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm not telling you to forgive me. I, I do know... Michaela, I want to acknowledge this on air, left a really great comment. And this is the complicated relationship I have with a great comment or even a text to me. Uh-huh. The higher quality, the less likely I am to respond because oh. I feel like the high quality oh. deserves a high quality. Yeah. And Michaela, yeah. you responded, but I didn't. But Michaela had talked about this. Did I give a high right. quality you response? Did. You did, I think. Well, at least you acknowledged it. But it was in the Instagram about dreams. Mm. And Michaela was like pontificating like... Maybe we maybe we don't dream in real time. Maybe our dreams are processing something oh, that happened like yes, five years that ago. That was so good. I know, and I was like, "What a thought!" And I I'm pretty sure my dreams have proven that that's not necessarily true. Yeah. But I do think that maybe for her. Well, she was talking about a friend of hers in that oh. comment, I think. But I but I do think she was saying, "Here's what my friend proposed." But I will say that I I will say while I don't think that is like a hard and fast rule, and that we absolutely can 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 dream in re- in the real time. Like I have noticed that like I've dreamt about something. I often will dream about something that I was thinking about right before bed. Right. Having said that, maybe I, I would say we are primarily our brains processing something that happened five years ago. Cause I am noticing that a dream is getting me into a headspace of in a place I was five, three, four years ago. Yeah. So both and, but it was an interesting thought and I'm acknowledging it here. Yeah. I literally had a dream the other day. I think I shared this with you where I was like, I was the goalkeeper and right. it was like, I got scored on and it was like, I was back to me in high mm-hmm. school. Like the shame, the disappointment in myself, the bitterness <sighs> and I got scored on again mm-hmm, and dreams. the people around me were so mad and then I stopped the next one and it's like, I felt that same sense of accomplishment I used to feel. It's like, it, it was really complicated. And then I went and, like, talked to my dad about racism afterwards. It's, like, <laughs> the most classic so dream <laughs> scenario. Um, no, yeah, but I get some very angry spots in my dreams. I was like, I can't believe I'm in school again. Yeah, uh, no, you're, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, Here okay, okay, I'll read it. Yeah. Most days I'm more okay than not. Yep. This version of the world feels so much more manageable to me in a lot of ways. Yep. Yep. Less obligations, less for social action, less overstimulation, et cetera. Mm -hmm. That's naming it. Yep. That's it right there. You're saying it. You're saying it. I've gotten to the point where I've let go of the idea that this would be my first year of teaching or that anything would go the way I thought it would. Pretty much decided to take the inevitable shit show of the school year this is going to be as an opportunity to pour into my art and business and see where I can go creatively instead. Dang, 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 dang. Yes. I'm so happy for you and scratching the surface. Um, no need to rush into inevitable frustration when I don't need to. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. also feel like it's a great opportunity to learn how to take better care of myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. To be more curious instead of ignoring shutting out emotions altogether. Mm. Have more space in my head to let my thoughts wander. Actually eat real meals and drink water. Yep, that's me. Uh, stop doing things that are making my body hurt. Take yep. a break when I'm tired. Basically pay better 
kind oh pay better attention and respond patiently and with kindness when I notice something. I feel exhausted by endless conflict though, especially within my own family, but feel like it's possible to create distance from it when I need to. Yo, mm. so much there, but I will so say much. I will say here's just one little thing. We were talking about this the other day. Well, first of all, kindred spirits with Michaela. I mean, like <laughs> I understand we understand what Michaela's saying here. But yeah, like the, again, the sort of nonsense of a nine to five job, whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 be, be careful there. I, I don't want to. I don't want to make. There's dignity in a nine to five job. I'm not saying that. I'm just oh, saying 100%. the rigidity and the way we think that that's like the only way to have a job. Sometimes yeah. is why I'm critiquing a little bit. But I'm I'm saying more than I've ever been able to experience during COVID times. There's been a lot of times during the day where I'm like, my body's telling me that I'm sleepy. And I'm going to take it out. I mean, here's another way of saying it. In the old days, heavy quotes. Uh, well, when I had my old job, where Macy was very much a part of that season of my life, too, there was always a 3 p.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m. coffee. Yeah. I don't have any afternoon coffee anymore. Yeah. I have a morning coffee. No more coffee after that. I don't need it. And, and if I get sleepy, I go take a nap. And then in the, in the old days, <laughs> before COVID, or when I had my different job, it would be like, well, you have to be in the office from 9 to 5, and you have to be at your physical office location of your workplace. And I, I'm ta- I want to take a nap right now, but you can't. Yeah. You can't. So you go get some coffee. Now I'm just like midday. I would say once or twice a week. Once or twice a week, I take a nap. And it's 30 minutes, tops, power nap. And the 30 minutes for me is I know. 10 minutes of getting into the sleep, 10 minutes of actual sleep, and 10 minutes of slowly coming back out of sleep. It's great. I feel great afterwards. I, today, you would be proud of me. I was on my break at work, and I was like, I, I definitely don't think I can nap because it's like, we have this new break room, mm-hmm. and it's not ideal for any kind of napping. But I was like... I'll close my eyes for 30 minutes and just... You did it? I did it. Good job. I, did it. I didn't like nap or anything, but I was like, you I rested. think this is good for me. You rested. Like to just do that. Um, so I'm saying, Michaela's saying, I'm going to pay attention to my normal body rhythms. I'm just going to follow that and listen to it and eat well and drink water. It's like, yeah, the simple things. That's the good. simple things. Yeah. Um, okay. We have just a few more and then we'll uh, wrap it up, I guess. Because of my stories? The stories. stories. Okay. Your, the question on the stories was any COVID thoughts or want to share for our recording? tonight um oh you want to share um and let's get them greg got greg went all in Um, wait okay (laughs) greg you see this greg stuff i didn't see this yet i did see Greg says is this okay everybody greg is our enneagram four friend he's been on the podcast once as an interview but we have an epic relationship with greg love greg uh we're gonna have him on again pretty soon Yes, that's we a are. very vague way of describing Greg, but <laughs> we love Greg. <laughs> is this guy? Oh, I'll say one. What, the reason I'm talking about Greg is because our second episode. So we're just starting the podcast, and we had no idea what we we're doing. Yeah, and he he wrote us like an essay of a of a <laughs> response. response to our comments and thoughts on playlists, and it made me feel like the podcast was real at that moment. Yeah, like, yeah. Somebody's getting, thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. So he goes, "Is this?" <laughs> so we're asking people to give us their thoughts and responses to COVID. Is this God's way of one, destroying the Trump administration, two, clearing out shelters, three, reinventing our healthcare system? All, all great questions and thoughts. Questions. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's destroying the Trump administration. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. 
I, I would say, I would say sometimes, sometimes I do feel like somebody like Fauci is, yeah, I don't want to say anything too distracting. Not cooperating with Trump because I don't think he wants Trump to look good in any way. <laughs> I think he's like, the the society, society will do better if we can get Trump out, not if we yeah. can like help yeah. Trump. Yeah, you know, right. But like, whatever, that's a cynical way of looking at it, but. Um, Kevin Perkins art, which I'm like, is this Kevin Perkins? I think it is said lots of thoughts. It's I don't know. lots of thoughts, complaints about starting back to school, high school teacher here. What do you mean? Is this Kevin? Perkins? I realized I'm talking, I was thinking is it Derek Perkins and it's not. Oh, Derek, oh, Perkins. Derek Perkins. Right. I would right. have been like, what? <laughs> um, but also hi, Kevin Perkins. Art. Hi, Kevin I don't Perkins. know who you are. I want to follow you cause you're an art account. Um, okay, and then... Are we following him now? Um, I'll find them after. Find? I'm finding him. I'm following. Ooh, it is an art account. A really nice art account. Oh, snap. Um, this is great. Wow. Let me see. I love a good art account. Oh, I really like this. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Really cool colors. <laughs> Okay, um, next comment. Kevin Kevin Perkins paints. Thank you. This is great. We're following your account now. Um, Thanks Oli for the comment. Moo Moo. It's soul Faithful. crushing and also really fulfilling. I'm really confused about what I think and feel. Yeah, that's, that's real. relatable. That's real. That's relatable. And then ads. ads. That's it. Oh gosh. Okay. So, thanks for responding, everybody. Do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts. Uh, here's here's a little bit of like a. A silver lining. Everybody, if you're listening, okay, let me center myself here. If you're listening, feel your feelings. I think this is a great Michaela thought. Feel your feelings. Get in touch with your body. Take advantage of the time. If you're angry about racism, go all in on that. You should. If you're angry about something and you're, and you're upset, sad, get in touch with your emotions. Drink your water. Take Drink your naps. Drink your water. Uh, having said that, Let's all, let's all, if you're listening to No Small Thing, collectively think about the reset. Oh, we, we now can reimagine things. Let's, let's do it. Like yeah. if we're yeah. doing less certain, more curious, this, this might, I, I just picture like these, if everybody, if you're watching, if you could watch me, I'm like clenching both my hands together very tightly. Mm-hmm. This is society and the rigid ways that we have committed to doing things and thinking about things. And maybe this COVID stuff is helping us loosen it loosen up. Loosen up. Spread your Scott's fingers are now spreading out. Yeah. Look at this. And now what are we gonna do? It's, so much it's, more space. So much more space. Rethink. Just get excited about that, maybe. Let's yeah. do it together. Yeah. I don't have the answers. I've I have I have some answers for my little pocket of my own little world. But but we talk so much about systemic things. So let's th- let's rethink a lot of that. Yeah. Let's defund the police. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's so funny because I was so nervous about defund the police. That was an argument or, or like an intense point Macy and I had. Now it's like it's like abolish the police is yeah. probably the right way of putting it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I know that was that's see it's like that was two months ago. That, and that was a controversial thought at the time. And I'm like side note, I guess in the spirit of no small thing is I just fin- finished Malcolm Gladwell's book called uh Talking to Strangers. That's a big no small thing vibe. I can't imagine Malcolm Gladwell being anything but an Enneagram five. Mm. So like a big mood board goal for me is Malcolm Gladwell. And this book is like mind blowing. It's like, 
Oh, quick, 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 quick tangent, quick tangent. We're wrapping, we're wrapping up. But this is what I love. If like an Enneagram five at his best or their best, her best, any best, person's best. He, 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 Malcolm Gladwell has done this with most of his books and I find it so compelling, which is like, he essentially has one point, a thesis, you know, and he wants to get to that point. It's the end of his book and he puts it so clearly. He puts it like in one sentence with no bells and whistles. And it's like, he essentially wants to take apart Sandra Bland's arrest mm-hmm. and show what went wrong. Mm-hmm. And so for, for that, he has to show 12 chapters of our strange relationship that we have with strangers and, mm. the, and why we make the false assumptions we do and mm. why the systems we have in place to help us read strangers are completely r- r- wrong and backwards. And by the time he gets to the Sandra Bland thing, he's now applied all the things he's taught you in these 10 chapters to the Sandra Bland moment. You're like, and you're like, holy oh, crap. And then he's getting to the final point. He's like, all this is to say this. And this is the final point he makes at the end of the book. And you're just like, it's nice and clean. It's one sentence. It's like three years of your life writing this book to get to that one nice, neat little point. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you've done it. Yeah. yeah, but that point doesn't exist without no, all no, you've read so before. No, it's so good. It's so good. But I mean... So much of it is, I'm like, okay, well, this book, I think, came out two or three years ago. And the whole point of the book is, like, the police system is utterly corrupt. And, like, as he's getting to his finale, he's like, this police officer did not function on his own. He was following a training manual that was written by this, that was built because of this, that was enabled because of this, that goes back to this thing that happened. This is a problem that goes way beyond this. And he just says... The more I watch, he said, I cannot count how many times I've watched this Sandra Bland like body cam footage. And it, every time I get more and more angry. And then he has like the written, not the written, but the videos of the interview that like the supervisor g- gave with the cop afterwards. And he says, listen to this interview. It eventually gets to the point. It sounds like accountability, but it eventually gets to the point where they're blaming Sandra Bland for all of this. That's where it gets to the point. Hmm. He's like, I'm so mad you should all be mad like this is a broken system yeah it's like yeah i'm just i hadn't read that book now i'm like all about defund the police and it's like this has been being said for a while in different areas 100 100 and i'm just like gosh so let's re- let's just rethink that i mean there's so many things there's so much to rethink oh, the to, police what is it i know scott's getting radicalized let's let's have an episode about that we love let's it. have an episode about defund the police I I suggested that, and you were like, it takes me time. It takes me time. I am slow. (laughs) I know, which is is good. I think it's like, it's the beauty of this. Um, Closing thoughts? Is that what we're doing? Closing thoughts. I don't know. I think for me, I'll I'll speak to myself, and I hope it speaks to other people. (laughs) A shame came up in this episode, like Mm. big time. And I think that that's like really interesting that that's popping up, but I don't think it's unwarranted. It's like, we're all being pressed, and I just think, like, I don't know. I think for me, it's like have grace on myself, have grace in the midst of this, give yourself a break in a way. Like, we're all having to respond and all like adjusting, and like, you know, we're doing, I guess, like, I maybe see to myself and to other people, like, you're doing a good job. You know, it's like, there's nothing like you're doing the best that you can, you're taking it day by day. Like, have grace for yourself. Every day is new. Like you can make the best of it. Some days are going to be harder than others. Some days are going to feel, you know, crazy. Some days are going to feel great. And then 
maybe you'll feel shame about it, but like have grace for yourself. Like it's this, like, I think for me, sometimes it's helpful to be like, this is kind of external. Mm. Like in a way, this is interesting. Like we talked about introjection in the last podcast. And I just think introjection like really is truly like my mode of being for all things. Like everything external becomes as if it's from within, Mm. you know? And so it's like, I think the reminder is like, this is external, you know, Mm. like so much of this is like systems and things outside. And of course we don't need to like, I don't know. I just think it's, it's helpful and good for me to like allow myself to be mad at the fact that this is the situation or angry or feel the sadness and not, you know, I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say, but I just think more grace. Well, we're in the closing thoughts section, so. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Look at the <laughs> look at the reference uh, point. Reference. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I, yeah, I guess, yeah, I think that's just like, it's something that I'm learning for myself, you know, in the midst of all of this. Just like give, maybe not be so hard on myself. Yeah. You know, maybe we yeah. don't need to be hard on ourselves in the midst of a pandemic, you know, like. I know I've been hearing about it and reading about it. And like, I, I even read like, don't be hard on yourself. And I'm like, I'm not. And yeah, I do think I am, you know? And I think there's a lot of foreness in that. It's like, I can't let myself be happy. You know, like, I feel like I need to have shame if I'm feeling happy. And I think that that's this like weird thing that this is brought up. No matter what you're feeling, it's going to be some shame. <laughs> I'm so sad. I know it's true. Cause shame. if I'm sad, then I'm like, I feel so ashamed that I'm feeling like, I'm letting this be about me, and there's shame there. It's, like, so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Give yourself some grace, everybody. Re- be imaginative. Be creative. Be- indulge. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Give yourself permission to silver line some of this stuff. Like, we need it to s- survive. Yeah. It's appropriate, I think. Yeah. It's it's appropriate to be sad and mourn, and it's also appropriate to silver line and engage with what's happening. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, everybody. L- let me guys. just say. Let me just say. What's coming it, up next We week? invite you to listen to Bjork this week, everybody. <laughs> if you want to get prepared. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We, this is how we do it. We've set up something in our lives that is strange and fun and weird. Like, we've set up a system where it's now, for this next week, we will now be obligated to deep dive Bjork. I have been deep diving Bjork from the start of mm-hmm. COVID. That's mm-hmm. also from the But we're going to go harder this week. It's true. Mm-hmm. I started going hard last week. I would like to point that out oh i've been going okay good mild mild now it's time to go hard. hard so so we invite you if you if you're listening to this podcast and want to follow along we're probably going to do some posts about bjork send us some thoughts about bjork if you haven't listened to bjork get curious about bjork well, go on youtube and watch bjork's music videos and just enjoy the ride see you next week continue to engage with us god bless with the covid we love thoughts. you all we love you all we're with you we're with you we're in this together okay okay bye